Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I am joined by two of my fellow podcasters. Hello, ladies. How's it going? Hey, hey John. Doing super. Got Jess and Sam here. And Sean is out. Uh, he is not actually still traveling across the country. You are getting a brand new episode. Sean is just a little under the weather. So we'll hope mm. he'll be back for the next episode. That being said, hello, ladies. We're going to be talking about something fun today. What are we talking about, John? Uh, I guess I should say. <laughs> <laughs> All Wait, right. What well, are we let's doing? start off with the... We're talking about DCL, Disney Cruise Line today. Oh, we are? We <laughs> are. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> So let's go ahead and uh, start um, over this past weekend, uh, D23, Disney announced the name and the theme, I guess, of their newest ship that's going to be debuting in 2024. We don't have a, a, a month or a date yet, um, but sometime summer. in 20... We'll say summer. Did they say summer 24? No. Or are you just assuming? And it will be summer. Well, last time it was summer, like early summer and got pushed to late summer. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So we've got summer of 2024, so what Jess is saying, and it's going to be the <laughs> Disney Treasure, which did you guys call that for a name? I didn't have that on my bingo no. card, did you? I didn't think of any names. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a, a cool name, I guess. It works with like, you know, Treasure Hunt and all that yeah. fun stuff and the high seas. No, I think it's up there with the wish as far as naming goes. It's a little less Disney, a little bit more... Maybe more adventure land than fantasy land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I like and I it. feel like the, the ship, when I'm looking at it, is straight, uh, the, the little bit of artwork that they released is straight up adventure land mm-hmm. because it's kind of has the, the main lobby almost has like a, an Arabian Nights vibe, would you say? Mm-hmm. Like a, um, an Aladdin. There's a lot of blues and golds that remind me. And then the lighting fixtures in the, have you seen the pictures of the lighting yeah, fixture it looks ab- awesome. above? They yeah. did say they were leaning into like the Aladdin theming on this one. So. Absolutely. And they said, I think um, your boyfriend, what's his name? Not my boyfriend. <laughs> who, who, is it Sam's boyfriend? No. <laughs> Which one of you guys likes this guy? We broke up with him. You broke up with uh, yeah. uh, tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's, it's a long story. <laughs> Take this out, Sean. <laughs> Was it Genie Plus? <laughs> we're not going to cut this out. This is funny. No, we're so, we're totally cutting. Um, I didn't I didn't appreciate some of the comments that he made a couple weeks ago. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, I don't I know what the comments were. We'll I talk about them. Yeah, I wasn't offline. super. I wasn't super happy. There was it was kind of like usually he's really pro worker, and it was kind of like a very consumeristic. Well, that's not a word consumer oriented you know pe- what people usually accuse chapic of being a little bit too eyes on the money instead of the experience yeah and yeah, so okay. some of the comments he made were not super um like cash member friendly I, yeah got so. it okay good to know so you guys used to love uh, this Josh tomorrow guy. Anyway, Josh um, was saying that there's going to be filled with adventure. And the little video that they they showed had like Miguel from Coco and a whole bunch of other like characters. Now I can't remember. Had the all haunted of them. mansion like, the, guys, the ghosts. The ha- yeah, the haunted mm-hmm. ghosts, the, go- the three ghosts. 
So I think it's going to be a fun ship. I think it's going to be very different than the other five ships, just based on the initial artwork. I hope it is. I actually love that. I think it's about time they did something like that. I don't want to be that person, but a lot of young boys on the ship are not as into princesses. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong if they are. But like a lot of boys lean more toward the... Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, like Aladdin, kind of like adventure, sword fighting, kind of. Right. So I think that this is a cool move on Disney's part to lean more into stuff that, Mm -hmm. you know, or more little boys are into than like, you know, princess tea parties and things like that. Again, when I was on The Wish, we can talk about in a second, there were boys getting, you know, their prince ma- makeovers or dressing up like princes yeah. and bibbity boppity, but you know, you're looking at 80 to 90% girls. So, right. I think it's cool. I think that Disney does a good job on Disney Cruise Line with the activities being well balanced. I think the theming is typically more princessy in that regards yeah. mm-hmm. because they always have pirate night. Pirate night is huge with the with the boys. Some of the early like spring or winter spring sailings have Marvel characters. They used to do the Star Wars Day at Sea. So I think that they do a good job trying to and like the mm-hmm. space that like the kids spaces have all the Star Wars or all the Marvel stuff depending on the ship. So but I mean I feel like outside of the you know your Mickey, Minnie, Pluto character meet and greets, they were all princesses on That's the fair. witch. It's so- like the Fab Five and then princesses yeah having a 10 year old boy he had absolutely zero interest in standing in line and waiting to meet a princess so yeah grace would be just as excited to do some of the non-traditional girl stuff as well but was psyched to see the princesses so i i do like the balance like i would like to have something for those of us who have kids with different interests absolutely I like where they're going in the direction of treasure. Me too. So speaking of that, as we're talking about that, I feel like the older ships, the dream, the fantasy, and then, you know, the magic and the wonder, they have more of a classic nautical vibe with darker woods. You know, Mm -hmm. that's like, you go on that, it's like art deco, classic nautical Right, mm-hmm. like that—that's that, what it—what it is, like an old mm-hmm. ocean liner. Yeah, like a 1920s ocean liner. Exactly. Yeah. And then you've got the Wish, which is like bright, airy, lots of pastels, little florally in some areas, very fantasy land esque. Very, mm-hmm. very um, much so. Yep. Which is not a bad thing. I think it's cool. I mean, I think, and I think if what they do with these next three ships, if they do something uniquely themed, like this one is Fantasyland at Sea, this one is Adventureland at Sea, mm-hmm. and then if the the next one is like, f- I don't know what they would do. Let's just not sea. have Tomorrowland <laughs> at thinking. Sea. I do not <laughs> want Tomorrowland at Sea. Tomorrowland stinks because it's what is tomorrow like? We're, because the future is always changing. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, it's that's like- the hardest part. It's not really the future. It's the like what we thought the future would be. What we thought the future was going to be forty years ago, which I think is a terrible theme for a brand new cruise ship. So please, (laughs) no, (laughs) I agree. Disney, don't do it. Anyway, so um, let's go ahead and transition and talk about. You guys just um, went on one of the inaugural season sailings, the first year sailings of the Disney Wish. You guys did a four night sailing out of Port Canaveral, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. And your destination on those four nights, that's the same as like what the dream used to do for yep. the four nights, like uh, just doing Bahamas and uh, Castaway and uh, Sea Day. Exactly. Okay. So I did that same itinerary recently on the dream. So I want to hear from you guys what you thought about Sam. You for sure have done that on the dream, right? Yes. 
the Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm curious about is like what you guys thought of the ship, how you think it compares to other cruise lines, but also what you how you think it compares to other DCL ships. So, first of all, we talked briefly about the aesthetic. Let's talk about layout. I know this is a, a thing for Sam. She's kind of was not wildly impressed about the layout. Why is well, that? Well, okay. So, you know, in the dream, you have like three sets of elevators. I think it's three, maybe four. It's three. I don't even know. It, it's three. It's, it's forward, mid, and aft. So, on the wish, you only have forward and aft. There is nothing in the middle. So one thing that's weird is that the aft elevators are actually more like mid elevators. Mid aft. I mean, no. Well, no. Sorry, the aft are real aft. The mid forward, forward. are more mid forward. Yeah. Okay. So like it's not. If you think of like a straight aft and a straight forward, you're at opposite ends of the ship. The aft ones are really in the aft. The forward ones are not all the way forward. But so here's the thing. So there were eight on forward, yep. eight in aft Mm -hmm. and the elevators were long and thin very narrow yeah you could probably fit eight adults in there no way even though it said max limit is 20 people there is no way you could fit 20 Mm -mm. people on this elevator even if you were pressed up against Uh, each other uh, in an awkward like elevator sandwich you couldn't fit 20 people on those they were beautiful elevators though like i love the (laughs) wallpaper on them they're very like princessy and love that but they were ridiculous so for me i really didn't well we had an aft room. So I was right, I was like three doors down from the elevator bank. I loved okay. my my stateroom position. I didn't have any issue with the placement of the elevators. The elevators were close enough together so that you didn't have to walk a ton. So like, because it's not all the way forward, it didn't really bother me that there were only two. Like I, I understand why they didn't have three It was, like Sam said, the size of the elevators that bothered me, not necessarily the position of them. But they're smaller because they did four in each bank, or they did eight in each elevator section, right? So on the Dream and the Fantasy, they have three and three, or six and six and six. So there's 18. So they did 16 total, but by doing so, they shrunk them. So, like, especially on embarkation and especially um, debarkation day, those elevators had to have been a mess. We did a lo- lot of stairs. A yeah. lot of you stairs. Did, you I'm big did on wait the stairs. A lot. That's why I justify two entrees on a cruise. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to take the stairs everywhere. So, and honestly, the ship felt small enough where it wasn't that big of it. Like, I honestly didn't mind the stairs. We waited for elevators, but not like I have on other ships before. Mm-hmm. So, I just wish that. The elevators were bigger. Like, I guess I would prefer fewer elevators with more space than more elevators with tiny, N- narrow. Yeah. I think they were trying to say, like, I think they were trying to find a happy medium between getting rid of, you know, since they got rid of an entire bank. Yeah. That's, it's interesting. So, less elevators. So, they, they move stuff around on this ship, right? So, mm-hmm. like, on deck five and is not where the kids' club is anymore, correct? Now it's below the main lobby. So, yes. Kids so Club is three? on three and uh, or the is slides it on, on two. Four? Slides on four goes slides down to three. Slides on four I think. goes down to three. Yeah, but there's really no like the Kids Club itself is all on three. Yeah. Right. So what they did on what is it on on Dream and Fantasy? It's on four, but like off to the sides of the main 
the main yeah. lobby, right? So what they they now put it below the main lobby so you can slide into it. Mm-hmm. Was that did you guys go on the slide? No, my kids did though. Sam. And then we promptly lost no. them. <laughs> Cuz sh- we were waiting right outside the slide and then they went down the slide and it shoots them back into the kids club and we we're like, "Okay, come back." And they were like, "Bye." <laughs> what, did you, what, what did you guys what did you all think about the kids club on the way? It's wish? shut up cute. Like it's very cute. Like I- I'm going to be honest. It's, yeah. I think, the most spacious and well-decorated kids club that I've okay. seen. There are so many different rooms. It is massive. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, they devoted a lot of space to the kids club. And they made little, like, interactive things that you can use your magic band on to make, like, do things. But those were not working. Because <laughs> I sent Shut my there. kids in with with, uh, with a phone so that they could like video record because it wasn't working on the tour day. So I just yeah. figured they hadn't turned it on yet, and they it tried and it wasn't working. Now this is probably just because it's new and they don't have the staff yet. But there were really no activities in the kids club. At really? All. Yes. My daughter went in for two hours on our at sea day, and she said she literally just played on an iPad the whole time, and the kids were all wandering around bored. But they have all that lab space to do experiments and, and art crafts and they didn't have any of that scheduled. No, and, and Grace would have done literally everything. She loves yeah. arts and crafts. She loves science experiments. There was no story time with Belle. There was no like, you know, and we've done like Kids Club at Alani, like where they made slime and they had like story time and fire pits and all that stuff. And I don't think this was necessarily the plan moving forward, but as of right now, that is, and, and of all the days, like we thought at Sea Day will have the most activities with the most people. And she actually had wanted to get it picked up earlier than she was because Whoa. There weren't That's a big had, deal for her. Yeah. So and my kids went to camp all summer. So they mm-hmm. they came into this thinking like this would be a camp. In fact, Joe didn't even end up really going. Um they had a basketball court and he just went up and played like basketball with kids. He's at that age where he's right on the edge of whether or not he's well, gonna yeah. enjoy a kids. So club. there's like so they had the tween club too, but he's a year just young, shy right? of eleven. Right. So he kind of just played basketball and stuff. But gotcha. Sam, what did your uh, kiddos think of the kids' club? Did, oh, they uh, didn't go. Oh, they didn't go. Mm-hmm. That's right. I forgot no, your kids went on. No, but I remember sailing. on the last cruise I went on with Kirsten. Like I had to pry her out of the kids' club. Out of the vibe? No, was, was she was, uh, we were on the Wonder, so yeah. it was Oceaneers, uh, okay. and I had to pry her out of there. She would go kicking and screaming. She did not want to leave. Like, every day they would have characters come in and do all kinds of fun things with them. So we really hyped up the kids club to Joe and Grace, and <laughs> they were so disappointed. Like That makes me sad. It, it was sad. And to be fair, they might have done things on the other two days, but we were off the ship right, in Nassau right. and uh, at Castaway. So, Ugh. I mean, I, I I don't think I don't want anybody to listen to this and think this is Disney's master plan. I seriously doubt. I just think our ship was really full and I think they were short staffed and I think they gotcha. just didn't have the staff. I mean, everybody was really nice, but uh, my kids couldn't play on iPads at home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna take them on a Disney cruise to play with iPads. Yeah, so that's good um, to know. And yeah, t- hopefully our listeners listen to this and realize we're giving an honest review. Absolutely. We're not just blowing smoke up anybody's butt yeah. because 
we like Disney or we sell Disney. And like, I, we're going to be honest about I also our don't want anybody to think that I'm trashing it. I fully realize that this is most likely a growing pains thing. Right. Because they have amazing space that is beautifully decorated. I can't imagine they won't use it to its full <laughs> potential eventually. I just think, like, they were trying to get through the first, like, pretty much sold out sailing of the season. Yeah, and you guys were also there in, was it late August? Mm-hmm. We were Early there August. the last full week of August. There probably was full of people from the up in the Northeast yeah. who hadn't got back to school yet, so they had their kids. Yeah. I was on a dream a few weeks later, and that thing was like half empty. Nice. Yeah. Now, obviously, the the wish is selling out, and the dream is not. You know, so mm-hmm. you know the dream. Dream also is in a new city. You know, so that's another thing. Being in Miami, it's yeah, not their normal port. But I also had clients get on the day that we got off with kids because their school started even later than ours, and yeah. theirs was not full at all. So I think we hit that last week of last summer hurrah. vacation, really. Yeah. And again, and, and there were tons of kids on our ship, yeah. tons and tons and tons. I mean, that it makes sense. It's DCL in the summer. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. so we've talked about Kids Club, and we're, I mean, the dream and the fantasy, the and the, the older ships, the magic and the wonder, have great kids clubs. So I'm assuming that they'll bring those activities on mm-hmm. board as they. They also may have had some staffing issues. Maybe some people were sick. Yeah, you know, some of their, you know, their kids staff. So we'll see because what happens. When you look at the app, there were not, there was nothing scheduled in the Oceaneers Club. They had. Some um, for edge and vibe and it was like video game competition or whatever or trivia but there was nothing ever scheduled for, for the, the kids and oceaneers an oceaneers club or the 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 lab both of them didn't have anything that's so weird mm-hmm. okay well it's good to know all right so let's move on so obviously we'll talk about activities and other things in a minute but i want to talk about dining yes mm-hmm. Dining. I'm really jealous because, so like on my uh, deep our embarkation day lunch, we did animation palette, which animators palette, which is just, it's fine. I don't think that room is particularly amazing. You guys went on that was it 1923. 1923. That was that lunch That was honestly one of the best meals mm-hmm. of the entire really ship was that lunch that mm-hmm. day. Yeah, it was so it good. It looked amazing. Oh, it was the food and it was a beautiful good, restaurant. The ambiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like brown. It looks just like Brown Derby. Mm-hmm. Like it's set yeah. up like t- in the same styling as Brown Derby. And it's the like food old was Hollywood, just yeah. as good. Incredible. That was that was a really amazing meal. Yeah. And the the vibe is like dark woods, uh, gold, gold touches, um, the Art Deco vibe from the 1920s. It looks great. That looks like something you'd see, like what you'd expect to see on a Disney ship for dining. Mm-hmm. But ironically, the older Disney ships that have the Art Deco vibe don't have Art Deco dining rooms. Mm-hmm. Just weird. Mm-hmm. All right. So the, what did you guys have for lunch? There? I had a salmon salad, like the best. Disney knows how to cook salmon. I'm just going to say yes, it. Yes, they do. They're so good at salmon. And I had the salmon salad and it was amazing. I think I had um, potato leek soup and a Caesar salad, which okay. are both phenomenal. Joe got the steak, and he said it was awesome. It was like as big um, as okay. his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was like, I need the adult steak. Because it was like 2 o'clock at that point. Yeah. We were starving. Yeah, so. I can imagine being super hungry by the time you get on. And then we had that amazing cheesecake oh, for dessert. Oh, my God, the cheesecake. <laughs> that was probably the best dessert I had all week, too. Really? So good. Yeah. Okay, it was we, so good. Can we pause real quick? And t- speaking of desserts, I just want to say, 
I've been on so many cruise ships and there's never been a cruise ship or a cruise line that has better soft serve ice cream than Disney Cruise Line. Like on the Dream, it was creamy and delicious. Where like you get on like Royal Caribbean, it's like ice milk. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Um, it's yes, like icy. But I think the best ice cream is on Virgin. Because it's I've not, not had that soft yet. serve. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. so I'm, I said best soft serve, not That's best ice true. cream. That's true. I, I don't know. I... I thought it was all right. I think really. Oh my gosh, the yeah. strawberry is so good. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan, but I don't love soft serve to begin See, with. I love I like, soft serve. I like a good hard packed ice cream, and I definitely think Virgin has the best <laughs> ice cream. That, that's not like that's what it's. That's what we call it up here. And scooped. No hard, hard packed and ice scooped. Cream. You guys it. don't call it hard no? packed ice no. cream. You've never heard that before. Uh-uh. I'm so- not making so- that up. You have soft serve and hand scooped. Mm-hmm. Okay, soft and hard. It makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I swear I'm not making this up. This is okay. I know you're no, not. We I know you're not. Packed ice cream. We know you're okay. not. We know you're not. We know. Okay. So Vir- <laughs> I didn't even say Virgin's name of their ice cream place, but Virgin has the best ice cream. Good to period. know. All right. have amazing ice so- cream. Royal has the best pizza. <laughs> oh, that's probably fair. Yeah. I didn't eat any pizza on 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 the dream. Now let's talk about the other dining room. So you, nineteen twenty three, you eventually came back for dinner one night, correct? That, that That's one same of the rotational night. It was amazing. That same night. No, you did yeah. not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And how was dinner? Good. It was great. Mm-hmm. That that yeah. is the that is um out of regular dining, like not best even one. close. The best one on the show. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Marvel, the Marvel dining room, the show. Okay, so Marvel I was, was kind of lame. I, I, I like the decoration. Like, okay. I like the decor of the restaurant. I thought it was neat and cool. It kind of had that, like, Space 220 vibe to it. Okay. But the food there needs help. Ooh. It wasn't great. Yeah. Did they do the magic trick where the thing got bigger underneath the little, you no. put something small? No? They did it I on the screen. I thought that's why they have that thing. I thought they did that in front of you on the little, what's the point of the little thing on your table? It's an interactive thing. So like Paul Rudd is up there being Ant-Man talking to you and they're like, oh, click the button, click the button. It lights up to do That's something. That's all it does? Yeah. I thought they put something small in there and then something big comes out. No. And they only had characters, like I thought there were going to be Marvel characters there. There were not. They were all on screen. It was a big advertisement for Marvel movies. And then at the very end, Ant-Man and Wasp come out and do like a walkthrough. They don't post for photos with you. They just do a walkthrough. And And they're wearing their their masks, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And that was it. That was it. That's it. The whole Mm -hmm. thing. Okay. Now, on screen, they have a couple other characters, right? I know that Miss Marvel's on there. Yeah, they had um, Sam, the new Captain America. Sam. Okay, uh, I like Sam. He was on there. The little girl Marvel. Is it Ms. Marvel? Ms. Ms. Marvel, Marvel, yeah. And then... Or Ms., yeah. Who else did they have? They had... I don't remember. It was just a little okay. thing, though. Gotcha. All right, and the food was just okay. And then how was the Arendelle dining? <gasps> I loved, I loved that it. one. <laughs> it was yeah. so cute. This is, yeah. Now, this is in the same vein as Tiana's on, what is that, The Wonder of the Magic, right? The magic. Where they have, like, Tian- Tiana's place on the magic? Yeah. So, it's like- what, what I thought was cool was I expected this to be, like, a full, like, a, a character meal almost. But it was more of, like, like a dinner show. Like, they I'll had say, like, a, a band, stage show, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the band was really they good. They were awesome. Um, 
which is saying a lot because there were a lot of misses bandwise on the ship. Really, really. But this this group was very talented, and Anna and Elsa and Kristoff and Oaken were the like characters there. <laughs> and Anna and Elsa and Kristoff came to the table, and our server had put Grace on the end. So that she got to talk to them. And like they stopped and had a full on conversation and everything. Great. great. So it was like she loved it. It was a great. Did she take a picture? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I think Carrie took a picture of her talking to them because she had a better angle than I did. But yeah. it was great. Like it was the perfect amount of not too much character interaction, but the opposite of Marvel, which was not enough. Yeah. Like gotcha. you should have had Marvel characters interacting with the kids at the table. And. Keep in mind, we were second dining, so there were far fewer kids in the restaurant every time. Right. So they really could spend time with Grace, and she ate it up. She loved it. But, you know, with Marvel, they didn't talk to the kids at all or anything, which, like, I kind of feel like if you're going to do a character dining experience, the characters should probably come to your table even for, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> so, but the food there was good, too. I loved my, I, I had the, <laughs> the same salad that night. <laughs> it was Get so out of town. good. <laughs> But they had no. this, like, good little, like, ham and cheese, like, tartlet thing. Mm-hmm. It was just everything that night was really good. So Marvel's the only one where entertainment needs help, the food needs help. It wasn't bad by any means. It just could right. be better. Okay. But the food at Arendelle and um, 1923 were great. Yeah. And I would happily go back to either one of those. And did you all get to do Paolo or... Enchante, no. Enchante, Enchante. no. Mm-hmm. We had an Enchante reservation... And then we looked at the menu, and we made a judgment call that it wasn't worth one hundred and twenty-five dollars a person. So is it really one twenty-five? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh. And I would have had to choose at that point since my kids were out on the kids' club at that point. So they were either going to have to chill in the room, or Jared was going to have to miss dinner. So it was kind of like everyone kind of decided that we'd rather just. I think we had a reservation for the pirate night anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we weren't going to be able to take the kids up to pirate night. So, and honestly, I don't regret that at all because I, I do think spending $250 extra. No, it's a jump. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so what that is, is that's the same price at Remy's for the elevated experience. So at Remy's, you have a $75 option and then you have like the hundred or a hundred and. It's either a hundred or hundred and twenty-five dollar option. It's like a seven course and a nine course, or six course mm-hmm. and a nine course. So I, it's interesting that for Enchante, they said bump it. We're not even going to do that right. seventy-five dollar option. And we looked at pictures. We looked at the menu, and it, nothing about it screamed. I want to invest $125 into this experience. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. we will always try everything, but yeah. but not that. We had already spent a lot of. <laughs> we spent a good amount of money on this ship. I would imagine this is the first time where I have spent a lot of money. There are a lot of extra charges mm-hmm. for things. Really? Um, what did you yes. guys walk up like? What 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 all did you guys get upcharged for? Well, like okay, so we were in Keg and Compass, which is a great bar on the ship. They yeah. they have like little appetizer stuff. That's like their pub, like the six eight seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of. Okay, but. Everything was an upcharge. Beignets at Tiana's Bayou, upcharge for a beignet, dude. I mean, come on. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just every little, I felt like it was very nitpicky. Every little thing, there was like, oh, that's so a charge. That's no, a charge. There's no happy hour snacks at the bars, no. like on the other ships where you can grab little snackies and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you have to pay for all of that and all. And I even went to, I was, I went to guest <laughs> services almost every day for whatever issue, not in a mean way, but like, <laughs> you know, no, like I needed help getting on the Wi-Fi I was receiving stuff mixed like that. messages about yeah, how okay. to get on the Wi-Fi. No one could explain it clearly to me until I went to guest services and they told me, but I asked them, you know, are there any like happy hours, like on the other ships with snacks and stuff? And they said, no, everything, everything was an upcharge. And then we did the spa as well, which was mm. very expensive and in my opinion, not at all worth it. Would not recommend going back. No. Really? Um, so, and they built it this way. So, you know, if you go in at any nice resort or on any other cruise line, on any other cruise line, right? You they bring you into the room with the the lockers where you put your robe on, yeah. and then you sit and you relax, and maybe there's like you know a little rainforest style room where you can like sit in chairs and chill, look out the window, right? On The Wish, they bring you fully clothed into your room, tell you to get naked, <laughs> and get on the table. No robes, nothing. No slippers, there's nothing. And then afterwards, they don't bring you into, like, the rainforest room or, you know, like, a lot of spas will give you, if you come 45 minutes early as part of your treatment, enjoy this relaxing space. Right. No. Like, you get dressed and they escort you right out. So, there is no chill time at all. So, on the dream, they're not they're not including the rainforest room yeah. either. Be- and, and I think it's a COVID thing because they're keeping their cap of how many people are using the yeah. rainforest room. But do you have, did you have a waiting area? I did. I didn't go back. I didn't do a, a massage okay. that I, on this trip. I didn't even do the rainforest. I was I'm going su- to. I'm surprised you did not get a massage. I am too. I was shocked. S- just so busy. So busy. <laughs> like, I worked out like every day and did stuff. So, but yeah, so I, I don't like that you're rushed in. And the other thing I have to say too, and I did like give this feedback to Disney. So I got there. I always will go 10 to 15 minutes early before my treatment so that you have time to change and you keep everybody on schedule. So I got there at about, like I said, 10 to 15 minutes before my scheduled appointment. I waited 20 minutes past my appointment time. So I sat there for about 45 minutes. Wow. Mm -hmm. And again, they were clearly like running behind and I didn't say anything. And I just was assuming, well, if they're running behind, I will just get an extra 20 minutes. They shortchanged me my 20 minutes. No, they did not. Yeah. I was still out at noon. So my appointment was from 10 to 12. I got taken in at 1020. She didn't start working on me until 1030. And then because she asked me 10 minutes worth of questions. And then I looked at my watch when I got up to get dressed and it was 1203. Oh, my gosh. My two hour massage was actually only an hour and 33 minutes. Wow. And that I stinks. did not receive any sort of like what is the like word a, cr- a credit or any sort no of credit, compensation. No compensation. Dude, they don't no. even give you a glass of water afterwards. Nope. It's get out. Yeah. Get dressed and get uh-huh. out. Yeah. So something the sounds like the ship was launched under Bob Chapek or something. So um, well, and there I heard somebody say some. Oh, it, oh, it was actually Lauren when I was going in. She was coming out. We were asking. She was like. Is it is it kind of odd that like we don't sit anywhere with our like robes? Is there some place for us to like meet up and relax after? And they were like, no, because that area and the um, salon are separated. So instead of like they devoted, they broke it up into two separate places, so they don't have the space for a relaxation room. Even though and after. they have the space, yeah. 
So there's no plans to fix that part. So it sounds like it's like you're going to get a massage at the contemporary in the basement. And you just go in your room, disrobe, and then give you a massage. Yeah, but you don't even really disrobe because you don't have a robe. You take off your shorts and your t-shirt, get under Hold the covers, them up throw them on the chair. <laughs> yep, basically. And wow. and they were and they told us they're like, oh, there are robes in the room. And she was like, there wasn't one in my room, so I went and checked when I got it. I was like, there's no robe in mine. Luckily, I don't care. I've had a million massages. It doesn't like I'm not self conscious or uncomfortable. Yeah. But if this is your first massage and you're not comfortable getting completely undressed there's no sort of like robe or other sort of privacy you know yeah got it okay so spa was a little underwhelming how was the new aqueduct experience the the mouse coaster or whatever aqua mouse oh yeah it was good i went on it it was fun it did break down while i was in line so the aqueduct broke down for me as well so we waited probably okay so this is this is how long we waited (laughs) mulan was playing in the pool and Mulan was learning how to become a man. And then by the t- when we got in line. <laughs> was she a man? <laughs> um, no, she was actually a woman in disguise. Spoiler alert. Um, so Mulan was training when we yeah. got in line. Um, the war was over before we got on to the <laughs> <No>. <laughs> The credits were rolling right as Grace and I were um, either getting on or it was, it's a 45 second ride. So either getting on or getting off the movie was was credits were rolling yep so (laughs) sam did you ride this one i wasn't waiting in line i'm i'm curious if it's very different from the aqua duck i know they have like the interactive like movie and stuff on the way up and like yeah like that they have that yeah but they don't have that at all on the on the older ships now my question is is like so we had very limited weights 20 30 minutes during the day but then sean and i rode it one night during pirate night during the pirate show mm-hmm. literally walk on three nice. times except the stairs on the dream smell like urine well, ours, ours were um i don't believe it was running during pirate night they had that uh, area roped off really? so that you couldn't go up there so i don't that think stinks. anybody was on it did you and we were standing right where the slide shot out from the side, and yeah. I don't yeah. think anybody was on it. Like I don't remember. Oh, there was nobody on it, but me and Sean and like one other dude just looping, going over and over, <laughs> getting back, you just walking stay back on the ra- That do actually sounds like fun. It was. I would do and then that after the second time, though, I was dripping wet, and I just like sl- like I just did like a full like slip on my butt, like oh. onto the hard. Uh, deck and like I had the deck everybody around me was like are you okay all the staff was like you know the cast members like are you okay I'm, I'm fine <laughs> super embarrassed my hip hurt the next day a little bit but it is what it is but anyway yeah it's fun I I, I it's not worth uh, 45 to an hour long wait. I would not do anything for a short little water coaster mm-hmm. like that yeah There's no way but it, but it was it was fun it was definitely yeah. fun do they have a satellite falls on this ship? I know they have a couple adult-only areas. They have the cove pool, right? Yeah, we just have the cove pool. Yes. Yeah. N- no satellite falls for adults in the mm-hmm. very front? Mm-hmm. That stinks. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorite spots, just to like get away from everybody. Dude, the, the, the adult section was underwhelming. Really? Yes. It had an amazing, like it had an infinity pool. It's on the back of the ship. There's an infinity pool, but it's and literally- it's quiet and private. It's very but- small. <laughs> Mm-hmm. very small and uh it had these two other like they're not pools but they were like round benches and then you put your feet in a pool of water i don't know how to describe it we'll post photos on the website but it was weird that sounds weird yeah. 
Okay, so what it's sounding like to me so far, Sam, is that you seem to be a little bit more of a fan of the older ships than the Wish oh, based on this initial experience. Really? Well, the layout, the other thing I think that I did not love while we're talking about pools is the pools aren't really pools. They're more like cold hot tubs for children. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's most cruise ships, to be fair. Uh, no, I, I disagree because on the other ships, they have, like, you could play in and like splash around and move yeah. and these ones like when i say hot tub i mean hot tub oh well these ones they made multiple pools but smaller instead of but having like two bigger small. pools like because, to like, the point to, where it's you have to wait to get in feet in diameter yeah really okay so on the on the dream they've got like the square pool and then they have like the Mickey ear shaped pool, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And both of those are good. And then like there's like an outer area where you can just like lay in like the shallow water or then you can go in the deeper. Right. Which is what I was expecting. Gotcha. Okay. And they yeah. brought it and broke it into a bunch of smaller pools. There Very are a small. lot of smaller. But again, it's like little kids don't want to soak in a cold hot tub. They yeah. want to like dive down, you know, not even like yeah. dive, but you know what I mean? Like just swim around and do handstands and somersaults and like move. So I didn't love that. How is their splash pad area? Because the little kid splash pad area, in my opinion, is super underwhelming on the drain. It's underwhelming. Yeah. It yeah. yeah, it's like it was an afterthought. You can mm-hmm. tell it was added in a retrofit on the dream. They added that Nemo's Reef or whatever. Mm-hmm. Super small splash for little kids. It's basically just there for the kids who are in diapers. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a, no other reason to have because it. Because they don't let them in the pools at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So shows. Let's ra- let's talk about shows and entertainment and then we'll kind of wrap up. What did you guys think about your shows? I'm curious. Um, you, was Aladdin running? Like. Yes, so we saw the second showing of Aladdin. Okay, because that did wasn't on the on the early cruises wasn't happening right. at all. So yeah, we July. were the second the second sailing to see Aladdin. And, and how was I it? loved Aladdin. Aladdin was great, mm-hmm. okay. really good. They have some really talented people in these shows, and some mm-hmm. people who are not talented. <laughs> um, oh my god! But the problem is the talented people are so beyond talented, like. It was, and it was the side characters and they're not in the that right stole roles. the show. Yeah. Right. So, like, you have, like, Aladdin and Jasmine, and then you have, at the other show's Little Mermaid, and you have Ariel and Prince Eric. The four of them were just mediocre. But then you had, like, for Aladdin, Ursula, who was amazing. You had um, Sebastian, who was Amazing. Well, the genie is always amazing in the production. Genie was the production. forget it. He was incredible. He's the star of that show when it's on Broadway, so I'm not surprised yeah, that right. he was the. But because these like secondary side characters are so talented and so funny, it makes the main characters seem like they're lacking a tiny bit. Gotcha. But- even so, like that being said, that's being very nitpicky. Aladdin was great, and they have these really cool, like lighting and projection. The way they the do, background. like the background, like the set displays are all like digital. And so the the only thing I didn't like about Aladdin was that the magic carpet was a person. 
<laughs> and it just really threw me off a lot. I think and that's how the stage show is. I know. Too. And I, I, at one point, I turned to Sam and I was like, if they don't climb onto this dude's back <laughs> during part of your, or not part of your world, um, a whole new uh, world, uh, a whole new world, then I'm done. I'm walking out. I want to see them like climb onto this man, this grown man and ride him. Did they ride they, a carpet or no? Not him. No, it was like um, another carpet at it was, that point. It was like a pedestal that was raising up and down, uh, kind of. But it was, I, I thought design wise, it was visually stunning. And the theater is nice. The I theater it, is beautiful. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The, the theater on the dream is really feeling dated. The projectors need to be replaced. Mm-hmm. They're not accurately lined up. Bob Iger is still in the. Um, golden mickeys are you serious they throw, to, they throw to the screen and it's oh it's bob Iger coming in to give me a word of encouragement and it's like <laughs> that's really funny i mean then again do they want to have put chapek up there and get booed so <laughs> um so yeah i do think popcorn should be free i get charging for candy but i think popcorn yeah, should be it's free, popcorn for crying out loud if yeah. you bring your if you bring your thing though it's only two dollars what thing your bucket if you bring any bucket from a park it's two dollars to fill oh i'm bringing yeah, my bucket but- next time yeah. And then I should say, too, their movie theater on this ship was really great. Jared and the kids went to a movie when Sam and I were at uh, Hyperspace. Yeah. Did you guys just have Rescue Rangers and Thor? Mm. We had, went a no, couple weeks before we us. had a ton of movies. There were at least three or four movies being shown every day. So There were other ones, but those are the two that jumped out at me. With, we like, had, the most new. They went to see Thor. Yeah. But the theater was great. Two other things I want, I thought that we should talk about too was the quick service food. I think is yeah, important to let, talk let's about. Let's talk yeah. about Cabanas real quick. It's is not, it, it's no so cabanas. it's not Cabanas. What is it it's, called now? It's called Marceline Market. Okay. What's the other one called? The, the Around the World the festival or Flavors. Festival of Flavors. Or something, yeah. Maybe. Uh, so festival something like of that. Something. So Marceline Market is your standard buffet. Is it good? Um, I like so, it. So. I didn't think it was bad at all. I don't was it was standard cruise ship buffet. Really? My only issue is that the menu never changed. So oh. every day was the same. Whereas like breakfast, throw in a couple different entrees every morning. And it's closed for dinner. At one thirty. It it's only open from seven thirty to one thirty. Okay. And what about the festival place? Everything closes there at 6, except for the burger place. Mm -hmm. So the only thing you can eat for dinner after 6 is room service, your dining reservation, or or burgers, and um, chicken fingers. That's it. So is the burger place kind of like Flo's V8 Cafe, the outdoor food by the pool? Yeah, the whole festival of flavors, kind of like an outdoor kind of thing. Yep. So that's kind of like Mm -hmm. the Flo's V8 Cafe area on on the dream. Okay. Yeah. It, again, that was good. There were there was a taco one, a pizza one, the burgers and chicken fingers. That's where the ice cream was okay. and barbecue. So that's definitely flows. Then then was there outdoor seating for like around the back for Marceline Market? Did they have outdoor seating? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But we never we didn't sit out like, there. I don't know. I didn't even look for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was. People I remember people eating breakfast out there. Oh, because you didn't have children, so you yeah. went to get beignets and coffee in the morning <laughs> and I went up and got plates of Mickey waffles and bacon and brought them down because room service told me it was gonna be an over an hour long wait and I was like, Nope, I will go upstairs and get my food. I think I only ate lunch in a dining room or in cabanas once because on embarkation day we ate at Animator's Palette. Animator's Palette, thank you. And then for um, and then we're had our at sea day. 
Then we were when we we were in port in Nassau. We went to Sandals for the day, and then for gosh, what is it called? Oh, and then uh, I, I ate lunch um, on the island on Castaway Key. Mm-hmm. So did you yeah. do the adults only section? Oh heck yeah, mm-hmm. Serenity Bay. We'll do a whole show on Serenity Bay, or maybe the island, and really dive into that. So yeah. that was fun. Um, the last thing I want to talk about after that. So one thing I would hope that Disney changes once they have more staff is to extend the hours of that because when you're a family with younger children and you don't have dinner until 8 15 it's really hard from like six to eight to not have a grab and go anything Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and that might be because they want you to go to these little places and pay for appetizers and things like that i don't know i don't know what the reasoning is but it just seems like you know when we were we talked about mariner on a previous show there was one night where we didn't feel like going to the main dining hall so we went to windjammer Mm -hmm. and ate there like that's not an option which surprised me because that wasn't that's not my usual experience did they have seafood at the buffet for lunch did like they have um no they didn't have like the giant thing of crab legs and giant thing of peel and eat shrimp Mm-mm. and all that. No, Mm-mm. no, it was a lot the like food, the food is very different versus the other Disney ships. Like mm-hmm. you know, okay, so like my first time ever having escargot was on the Disney Dream, I believe. Yeah, it was on the in Royal Palace. Yes, it was the first time I ever had it. Yeah. This ship, no escargot. Anywhere, no. and I was mm-hmm. so pumped. Actually, I'm like, people I never were complaining get it. about it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they didn't have the traditional Disney cruise fare. Um, lots of healthy options, lots of healthy That's options. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but there was still, it was still missing that extra something. In my and opinion, my my mm. kids struggled a little with the kids' food, and ended up eating adult food a lot okay. of times. So. The kids' food was, I mean, again, it's Disney, but it was, like, really dumbed down. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have I, – I know we joke about my kids being bougie, but they're pretty normal kid food, you Eat, know. Eating-wise, yeah. There was one time where, like, my husband gave my daughter his steak because she she just couldn't handle the kid food any the longer. The chicken fingers or burger again. Or it's the same mm-hmm. thing, too. At every, it's the same, the same thing in every things. restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. like, they are fine eating regular food. So, which obviously at, at, on a Disney cruise, you can order off the – you don't have to order off the kid's menu. But a portion size, they didn't need an adult-sized portion. They just needed good – the same quality food for children and a smaller yeah. size. Yeah. But the last thing I just want to mention because we didn't really talk about it, and I think this Please. is – the highlight of the ship and oh, those good. we'll end on a high note yes <laughs> and that that is the cabins the cabins oh, yeah. the state rooms are absolutely phenomenal okay good this is like if we're slightly complaining about everything else being tight on the ship they definitely like we said 70 percent of the state rooms are veranda so and they didn't skimp on space at all mm-hmm. i think they're two we had a deluxe family stateroom it slept five and comfortably and it was about 287 square feet which sounds small but on a cruise ship is no massive so my kids each so we had our room had the queen bed that we obviously had made together and then the kids had their choice of either the bunk beds or so there was the pull-out couch and a bunk bunk overhead 
and or then the Murphy, a, right? a Murphy that folded down that was full sized or right. a double. So they each had like they bounced around through the different beds. Like each they took different bed every night, and it was. We had enough. I fully unpacked in the room. All of our suitcases fit under the bed. We had enough drawers and like um, closets, shelving, closet space. There was three closets that you could put things in. Great. Um, the split bathroom, as everyone knows, is like a huge selling point. Those bathrooms, though, on the dr- on the wish are gorgeous. They're amazing. The- they are. The shower is a regular hotel shower. It, it's, it blew it's, my mind when I saw the mm-hmm. pictures. That's Spacious, insane. Spacious. It's high. Like, my husband didn't... I mean, he's not super tall, but he's on the taller side. He did not have to duck down to take a shower. Yeah. Either you're not bumping your elbow against the, the walls. It's It was like a normal bathroom. And then having being... Especially being with kids, having, like, the, the toilet part open so that they yeah. can run to the bathroom while you're showering is also awesome. And there's lots of storage in the bathrooms as well. So that there's lots of shelving so that you can put all your toothbrushes and toiletries and then also store stuff underneath the vanity. And the balconies were great. The, the carpet is all new and fresh is not like the smell inside the stateroom is great. There's lots of lighting. Um, the beds are suit and pillows were comfortable. <laughs> that that includes like the, the couch fold out in the um, yeah. pull down bunk. The bunk too. The kids said they were it was super comfortable. They uh, slept very well in it. So they really hit it out of the park with the staterooms. Oh, and the different decks have different themings in the stateroom and we had you had a frozen too, right? Mm-hmm. Both of us yeah. had frozen. We we're in one of the frozen rooms. Were you guys on deck seven? But it's like deck, like they like two decks will all be the same, right? Or yeah. is it like okay? Carrie was on ten, and what did she have? I she forget. mermaid. She, I think she might have been Little I Mermaid. Think she yeah, was. I think so. But I, I do want to end this mermaid. like so. You know, kind of sounds like we're busting on the ship. It was a gorgeous ship. I do think they're going to get everything worked out. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. going to be a totally different experience versus the old ships. And I think it's going to be a good option for people to go yes. on. I agree. I just always want people to like have managed expectations. If your kids want to go on a cruise and like pool is number one, this is not the ship for you. Mm-hmm. Because I think that we and we came from Disney World with massive pools and it's August and we swam a ton and then we get on the ship and they couldn't wait to get off at Castaway, Castaway. which they were then disappointed that there was no pool because... You know, why is there no pool at Castaway? I didn't even think about that. Our good friends at Royal Caribbean who constantly pump the commercials for Perfect Day. (laughs) This is what my children had in mind. And but Uh, we did go to it. We went to Atlantis, which we don't have to talk about on this show. um, And their pools were stunning. So we did lots of pool time uh, in Nassau. So fantastic. I'm glad you got to do the pool time in Nassau. So I mean, what this sounds like to me, and then you guys tell me if I'm, I'm wrong here, is that Sam, you. You've done several of these sailings before, and Mm -hmm. you feel like the ship is great, everything looks great, but the stuff that really missed, you feel like a lot of those things can be ironed out. A hundred percent. Is that how you both feel? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. With with the exception of the upcharges, a lot of it was stuff that eventually will get ironed out. There's a couple things that will not, like the spa. Okay. There's also one thing (laughs) that needs help. I know we're going to send this on a high note, but I have a feeling that every, this is the one thing everybody wants to know. Hyperspace Lounge. This was supposed to be a big thing. Hyperspace is a huge miss. 
And I hate to say it. And again, I know people are going to be like, Jess hates Star Wars. That's not it at all. <laughs> no, I love Star Wars and I, I was uh, underwhelmed. <laughs> it was not, let's put it this way. We, we didn't get a reservation before we got on the ship. When we finally got in line and we're waiting to go through line, of course, we like check in. I'm on the ship because you're in the terminal. So we went to get a reservation. It was at a terrible time. So we were like, all right, I guess this might just might not happen. We, Sam, Lauren, and I literally walked up one day at 445. They were like, let me check. They're like, oh, we have room for you. And we're like, that's weird. Cool. We went in. It was only half full. And they're like, you only get 45 minutes. We're like, no problem. Like, we want to change before the show and everything. We left after 20 minutes. The drinks were terrible. There are no snacks. And it is so loud and flashy. If you have any sort of sensory or epilepsy or anything like that, do not walk into this Mm -hmm. room. Every uh, five to ten minutes, the ship would launch and it would, it's this, like, it literally sounds like a rocket. Everything is, like, shaking. Everything is flashing. We started to get headaches. And they don't do I anything. I literally left my drink. They yeah. don't theme it out like the, the the cast members that are working in the lounge. You would think they'd be dressed in Star Wars and be like, everybody, we're jumping to hyperspace. Like, nothing. Nothing. There's nothing like that. This is not Oga's. No. Let's put it this way. Okay. This is, this is Space 220 dumbed down basically okay so my favorite bar on the dream is skyline which is where this concept came from skyline is basically the same thing it's got screens all up and down the walls but it's like this like hard like hard dark woods like everywhere else and it looks like windows of a city and then it changes every 15 minutes yeah. to another city. This is not like that. And it's that. gorgeous. No. It's chill. <laughs> they bring they have the best like um What's it called? Like uh, bourbon drinks are served in there as well. Meridian and this place have great bourbon my, drinks. No, dude. My drink but. was the probably the worst cocktail I've ever put in my mouth. And I it ordered was like an espresso martini curdled, <laughs> like, yeah. from a different bar and had it delivered. Oh, good job. Yeah. Here, here's what here's what I'll say. I just read in um, a Facebook group that they are now changing it to walk up. It's walk up only now. No more reservations for that's it. Probably a good I think idea. That's because maybe the word they're is not, out. They're not. <laughs> and I, I was in the the Facebook cruise group with all yeah. of every you know the everybody a lot on of that sailing on the ship. Yeah, and we all kind of had a discussion after, like, so what did everybody think? Hands down, the number one complaint that people agreed on across the board was hyperspace was a miss. Okay. So. That's good to know. Um, so I say that because one, it can be improved. It's something that Disney can fix. And two, do not worry if you don't get it right away. You, I guarantee you, you'll get it, you will get it on the ship. And then you'll be like, oh, I can see why I walked up and got in. And then you'll leave. So got it. it's, it's people really left early. Even- there's really no Star Wars stuff in there either. Like it's just you, the screens. Yeah. It 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 could it really is like they try to theme a bar after Space 220, which is not at all connected to Star Wars. Gotcha. Like this is not there's no like Star Wars artifacts. It's not like Oga's where they have like the talking little guy and like everything is, you know, like stone Interactive, and like rock yeah. and no, this is not that. So and you know, again, I'm not a Star Wars person, but I love Ogas. The drinks are Ogas great. Cool. The atmosphere is wonderful. Yeah. This is not that. What's the what is it? It's like the something uh, something 
fuel, like some jet fuel or something is really, really good. Spicy. Oh, um, yes. I know what you're saying. At Oga's. At yeah. Oga's, yeah. Yeah. Something jet fuel or hyper fuel, hyperdrive fuel or something like that. Anyway. All right. Last thing we're going to say and we'll wrap it up. What was your top thing from the cruise besides the staterooms? One thing you both loved. So we can end on a high note. Hmm. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I mean, I know. Okay, okay. Okay, so the specialty coffee that you do have to purchase, but you have to own all Disney ships. The yeah. Cove Cafe bar. Yeah. Amazing. Good coffee. They had the best, the best servers in there. They had the best coffee and atmosphere, hands down. Good to know. So mine is going to be the service. Um, for okay. Disney is known for service and definitely the wish is no exception to that. These people were clearly overworked and short staffed, but never let it show. Not one time did anybody get snappy with me or give me attitude. The like servers were great with the kids, the room attendant. He was super good with the kids. He Came in and one night, Grace and I were back in the room early because she wasn't feeling well. She had a headache, so she didn't want to, like, interact. And she was resting in the bed with me and he came in and he literally did his whole cleaning thing in the room. Every day, he would wash the floors in the bathroom. He, I mean, this is not just, like, an exchange towels and take trash out. They clean, literally clean the room every day. And we never, we never called to ask for a single thing. Isn't that great? Isn't they that great? They anticipated all needs. We never had a pile of dirty towels. We never called to have the trash taken out. They were in there at least two or three times a day, making sure everything was like tip. They would reorganize like the kids stuff on the countertops to make it look like neat and tiny, uh, tidy. I mean, it, service is still Disney level service. And That's same with good. our server. They worked so hard at dinner every oh, night. Our servers were great. Mm-hmm. See, I love that when we were on the dream, like somebody came in and folded all of Sean's clothes that he left on the couch. <laughs> yeah, when I mean, were, like, like wow. There like, was one night level. too where we were at dinner and it was pirate night, and we were like, "Hey, can you kind of rush our food a little so that we can get up there?" I mean, they worked their butts off, rushed us, made sure we were one of the first people who were done. I mean, they really, they listened. They were great. They had positive attitudes. Like I said, I was at guest services just because, you know, we had like some internet connectivity stuff and, you know, whatnot. Um, The lines were long, but they were so nice and so friendly and so helpful. And I'm always nice to them as well. But like they were very patient, walked you through everything. The, The staff on the ship from, I did not encounter one rude or snappy or even exhausted showing staff member yeah. they were phenomenal and they had so. to be exhausted oh because they sure. were totally yeah. totally short staffed i mean you would see our servers working at breakfast at 7 30 in the morning like yeah. these people are literally and then they'd go over to castaway key and they would work there as well like they worked their butts off and they deserved all of the tips and more so well it's one of those things like when you end up getting off at the island and going somewhere else that's not disney run or when you get back to the airport coming home it's a shock how Mm -hmm. poor service is everywhere else you you almost get used to the disney cruise line service which is next level even compared to world oh so absolutely yeah Yeah, 
not it, if I was there five days before the cruise, it's not even close. Yeah, exactly. So well, on that positive note of how great the service is, we're going to go ahead and wrap up uh, this episode. I'd like to thank all of our listeners uh, for making it through this long episode with us. Uh, if you have any questions about DCL or want us to let us know your thoughts about The Wish, please uh, send us an email at escape.atp at gmail.com. Escape dot atp at gmail.com additionally you can join us over at our facebook community by doing a search in the facebook app for escape a travel podcast once again thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this show we would love a five-star rating wherever you find your podcast have a good one talk to you soon bye-bye